Last time on the Skip and Josh podcast. And it says at the top of the letter, to the parents of Josh Obadia. So what am I, like a 10-year-old kid in school and you're sending a letter home to my parents? Like, what is that? So they think you're 17. Or seven. Or seven. But like, who? what seven-year-old has an aeroplane? You're listening to the Skip and Josh podcast with Skip Sherman and Josh Obadia. Okay, Skip, so today we're going to talk about our favorite holiday movies and we'll get into the uh, rules and regulations uh, later on in a minute, but... Before we get to that, I wanted to tell you I started watching two new shows uh, since the last time we spoke, um, and one of them is actually a new show. The other one is is only new to me, old to you, and that's um, that's the White Lotus, which I know you've been watching, but yeah. I'm only on episode two, so you can't talk about it because I'm way behind. But you're on season one, right? Season one, episode two, so okay. you can't tell me yeah, anything. Yeah. No, no, no. Season one of The White Lotus is fantastic. So I don't understand the show yeah. yet. It's it's very strange to me because there's like yes. a brother and sister that are traveling and they hate each other and they're so mean to each other, which I don't understand that at all. Um, and then there's just other weird things that are happening that I don't quite get yet, but I guess I'll figure it out. It's very weird. A lot of weird stuff is going to happen. <laughs> That's all I can say. Okay. And season two is out. And by all accounts, season two is fantastic also. Um, we're probably going to start watching it in like maybe this week. We're we're waiting for it to completely finish so we could binge it all at once. And I think there was maybe, I think we're, maybe this is the, the last episode might be this week. So. The other new show that I started watching is on Disney Plus. It's called Fleischman is in Trouble. It's with. I've heard um, of that. Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. So the thing about this show, they only release a new episode every week, one per week. Yeah. So I, I, ha- I haven't been able to binge watch it. So I actually now look forward to Thursdays when a new episode drops. I watched the trailer and it looked good. And I like Jesse Eisenberg and you say it's Claire Danes, right? I like, yeah. Right. Although she's not in it very much, but yes. Mm-hmm. It looks like a cute and clever show, but I'm not really actually sure what it's even about. It's so. I, I wouldn't call it cute. It's actually, it's a serious <laughs> show. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, there's okay. some cute parts, whatever, but it's it's not a comedy. Oh. And wow. and you can't watch it with your kids. <laughs> well, my kids are adults, so maybe. I know, but you, but still, can't, you still can't watch it with your kids. <laughs> like, they yeah, could watch crazy. it on their own, and you could watch it on your own, but you can't watch it with them. Right, okay. So, anyway, did we get any listener mail from our last episode? Mailbag. We certainly did. I have a, some interesting mail. We got a lot of reactions to our um, songs from what you said was the best year of music, 1994. Yep. Uh, Derek from Montreal. Josh's list was almost perfect. I'd sub out Blur and Toad the Wet Sprocket, even though I love that band, for Counting Crows around here. Now, the thing is, I'm stopping Derek's mail right here because that album was released in 1993, and I was going to include the Counting Crows in my list, and I think you were too, and we both realized it's ineligible. So actually, someone I was talking to this week, I told them what what we did on our last last episode, and the first thing they said to me is, I hope you had Mr. Jones in your list. I said, well, I no. wanted to put Mr. Jones in my list, but the album was released in 93, so I couldn't. Right. Um, he also mentions Cracker, uh, 
the, I guess the song was called Low. Is that it? Or is it the other way around? Yeah, I love that song. But I thought yeah. that album was released in 93 as well. I, I think, Very anyway, possible. I have to look that up. He said, I maybe have Longview as my Green Day song. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about that song, but I gonna, like it. Someone else in, an, in another mail, someone else mentioned it. An honorable mention to Far Behind by Candlebox. I don't even think I know that song. <laughs> I don't think I know it either. Um, he said an amazing song that I discovered a few years later. Okay. The episode took me right back to Friday nights at Annie's on Park Avenue. Now, so Derek understands the music of the 90s. He gets it. He was part of it. He liked the same music as us. We were into it. Dan from North Carolina. Hey guys, yet another music roundup where I wonder who 80% of the artists are. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly on the other spectrum of music. We'll concede on artists such as Green Day, Pearl Jam, Dave Matthews Band, and he liked our discussion about Shome FM and and Montreal Radio, but clearly out of touch with you guys. And to make things worse, I loved MC Mario. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All kidding aside, great show as always. Thanks, Dan. Thank you for listening. Um, and same thing. Jesse, our good friend from Dallas, Texas. He's the host of the Set Lusting Bruce, Bruce Springsteen podcast. I enjoyed the latest episode about 1994. I recognized a couple of the songs but you that you played, but can't really tell you many songs are on my playlist from that year. Um, he said, my kids were five or six years old at the time, so I was probably listening to the Lion King soundtrack in my house. Or, or maybe he was listening to the Wiggles. That's possible. And we haven't heard from Matt from British Columbia in a little while. He apologized for being late. And he listened to a whole bunch of episodes. So our favorite song intros. Yeah. Green Day Longview and Welcome to Paradise by uh, uh, Four Non Blondes, What's Going On. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think those are good picks. Mm-hmm. And he said also all of Pink Floyd, which is we mentioned Pink Floyd. Yes. Um, we both had different Pink Floyd songs. Athletes in the Wrong Uniforms, Kirk McLean, his favorite hockey player of all time. And Bobby Orr in the Chicago uniform. I didn't even remember that Kurt McLean played on Chicago, to be honest. I knew Bobby Orr did, but. Okay. Um, and Roy Halladay on the Phillies, because, you know, he's a Jays fan. He said, that just hurt. Right. Um, that's all I got from from that. But you 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 messaged me after our episode. Did, did you search it on Twitter? Like, you sent me a link to this thing that said. Yeah, because we were talking about how one of the songs you had on your list Sounded yeah. exactly like a Sister Hazel song. Yeah. I, I told you when I said Run Around, was, when I talked about the song Run Around, you said there's a song exactly like it. And I told you it's Sister Hazel all for you. But you found a link that said Run Around, All for You, and Roll to Me by Delamitri are all the same song. And I disagree with that completely. Roll to Me is not, doesn't sound like them at all. Right. Somebody tweeted that years ago, and I happened to yeah. find the tweet. Uh, so they think that not only are those two songs the same, but they think the Delamitri song also sounds the same. I'm not sure I agree with that third one. Now, because you mentioned Delamitri, <laughs> I fell into like the Delamitri rabbit hole this week. You know, I'm a fan of that band. Like I, I do. I, I know. Yes. Right. Yes. So I've just been listening to Delamitri music like mostly this whole week. So it's kind of weird. Like just a little mention of it. And it throws me into like, okay, I'm going to listen to these albums now that I haven't heard for a while. Nice. All right, so you texted me saying, why don't we do our favorite holiday movies? And now we didn't know if do we call it Christmas movies, do we call it holiday movies, and then we agreed holiday movies. It could be now, any most holiday. Of them are, 
from any denomination. Are you going to have a Valentine's Day movie? Or are you Actually, have a- you know what? I didn't consider that, but there are some Valentine's Day movies that I probably should have considered. I mean, you could you could throw in like the Ten Commandments for like Eastern Passover. I don't know if that's on your list, but <laughs> that they're not. They didn't make my list. Those, but I mean, for me, in the spirit of it, I mean, up till ten minutes before we started recording, everything on my list was Christmas movies, um, and then I realized that maybe you're going off the board. So I threw in a different holiday because I realized this movie was deserving. Um, but, but what's interesting about this, like, are most of your movies Christmas movies? Can we, can we, can you tell me or? Um, I mean, none of the movies have the word Christmas in the title. Not one of them. Okay. Okay. But would you consider them Christmas movies? Um, well, I guess we're going to find out. Most of them. Yes. Most of them. So when you messaged me this, like that we wanted to do this topic, I was like, sure. Now the thing about our topics is. Almost every topic we do, I feel like I can, I have a vast knowledge of what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I have good knowledge, really. Like, <laughs> and I got to do my research because I got to narrow down everything in my brain to seven picks. But in this case, I was like, man, I don't know anything. Like, <laughs> like I really don't know anything. And um, like when you start looking up, like what are the best holiday movies of all time? So the, it, like... <laughs> I haven't seen most of the best ones because we're going what we're about to happen. What's about to happen here is like two Jewish guys talking about Christmas movies, right? So it's going to be weird. So, I mean, there are, you know, at least a hundred Christmas movies. There's way more. They make Hallmark channel makes 50 new ones every year. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did make one rule for myself. No Hallmark movies allowed on my list. So that's one rule I made for myself. But the thing is, even though there are hundreds of of Christmas movies, 95% Mm. of them are not good. So They're terrible. So it was actually hard for me to find Mm -hmm. seven movies. Me too. It was hard to find seven good movies. That's what I'm saying. Usually for me, like we did the, what was the, the episode where I told you, I narrowed it down to 55 songs. And then you're like, what? <laughs> like, you know, like the, when we did the song intros, I told you I had 35 choices and you were like, excuse me. And then I got it to seven. But like, did you look up like the best Christmas movies ever? Like, so I did, I did a Google search. The thing is, I mean, doing the Google search helped me with like one or two movies that I, I had yeah. seen, but I didn't realize yeah. that they were holiday movies. So, so I added them at the bottom of my list. Um, but can I ask you? Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street. Have you ever seen that? No. So I didn't include it because I haven't seen it. It's a Wonderful Life. I didn't include it because I haven't seen it. <laughs> a Christmas Carol. Like these are like, these are the movies that people who celebrate Christmas, these are the movies that people watch every single year. And and we're both saying right now, we've never seen any of those. Well, I mean, one of the criteria is I've had to have seen the movie in order to include it in my I list. Of course, I know. I, I, I just think it's so funny that we're going to make our favorite movies, but like literally the ones that are considered the greatest of all time. The thing is, these are not the greatest of all time. These are my favorites. Like I actually I know, like these I know, movies. I know. If these movies come on the television, I will watch them. Right. Got it. So... And, and you know, that was interesting because there's some others, obviously, that I didn't see either, like, that are kind of new and that are popular, like, like, Elf. Like, I've never seen that. My daughter says it's the greatest. I've never seen it you know? either. 
Now, it's interesting, you, you mentioned new movies. There's yeah. a movie that uh, I saw the commercial for recently. I thought it was a new movie. Turns out it's it's yeah. from 2020, so relatively new, but oh, yeah, not brand new. new. Yeah. And the, the trailer looked good, so mm-hmm. I actually watched it yesterday, and oh, it made my list. I can't wait to hear what this is. This is something. Anyways, and then th- before we start our list, there's there's some others that I thought, oh, this is going to be on the list, and this is going to be on the list, and this is going to be on the list. I was so sure I had these. And then I looked them up, like, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, not the one from, tw- like, the m- one from, like, 10 years ago with Jim Carrey. Like, the original one from, like, the 60s, the cartoon. It's only 26 minutes long. <laughs> I didn't even realize this. I and never I th- saw it, I figured, so I, I can't, you never I can't saw include that? it in my list. And then Charlie Brown Christmas. Obviously, we've seen that every year all our lives. I see. I forgot kids. about that, but I don't really consider that a movie. I consider it a TV I agree. show. It's it's on every list of holiday of, of Christmas movies, but it's only like forty one minutes or whatever it is, right? So I also didn't count it. It's a TV special, right? You know? um, anyway, so like, what makes a good movie? What makes a good holiday movie for you, Josh? Well, I, I mean, it's not that it's what makes a good holiday movie. It's like, did I like the movie first of all? And mm-hmm. is there a holiday angle in the movie? Okay, I see where you're coming from. So so these, like I said, none of them have the word Christmas in them. And they're not mm-hmm. necessarily holiday, they're not necessarily Christmas movies. Like they're not movies mm-hmm. about Christmas or about a yeah. holiday. They are movies mm-hmm. that I liked that happen to take place during the holidays. I see where you're coming from. And I think I'm on the same page. So we kind of, should, this, this is going to be interesting, let me tell you. We're going to piss off a lot of people. I don't think we're going to piss off anybody. Like, I mean, these are these are good movies. Like, you can watch them, and I'm I, sure, <laughs> you know, a lot of people have seen most of these movies, and they'll say, oh, yes, I like that movie, or no, I didn't like that movie. Right, okay. And because it was so hard to just get seven, I only yeah. have one honorable mention. Yeah, well, I mentioned some of these others already, but yeah, well, go ahead. I'll I'll say the honorable mention because it didn't didn't make my list, um, yeah. and it's actually not a Christmas movie. It's the it's the movie from 2011 called New Year's Eve with Sarah Jessica Parker and Jessica Biel and Ashton Kutcher and Michelle Pfeiffer and Zac Efron. Which, but that looks like trash. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but isn't Taylor Swift in that movie? Oh, I don't know. Was Taylor Swift even around in 2011? Of course, yeah. Um, I don't know if she's in it. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, like it's not a great movie, but it's a movie about the holidays. And oh no, I'm getting, I'm getting that movie mixed up with the Valentine's Day movie that you mentioned before. To me, it's almost like the same. You know what? Actually, that Valentine's movie that you're thinking of is almost identical to this New Year's Eve movie. But I, but I never saw the Valentine's one, so I can't even include right. it in my list. Oh, uh, that's wild. All right. So enough of the preamble. Let's get into the list. Number seven. Okay, so I told you that I watched a movie yesterday just so that I could possibly include it in my list. So the pressure was on because it was like the movie's auditioning to be in the list. Right. So it's like, if you like it, you're in. If you don't, you're out. And it it made it into my list. It made it at number seven. And if you didn't like it, what would have happened? You would have had to watch something else. No, I would have included (laughs) New Year's Eve as my number seven. Ah, okay. So, as I said, it's from 2020. I'm sure you've never heard of this movie. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. It's called Happiest Season. So, these are the people that are in the movie. Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Mary Steenburgen, 
Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, and Dan Levy. You've heard of most of that those is actors. an amazing cast. That is an amazing cast, right? But have you heard of the movie? Never. Right. So I'll tell I you a little bit Kristen about Stewart. the movie because you never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's um, two girls in the movie who are lesbians and they're dating. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, getting close to the holidays and one of them is going home to spend Christmas with her family as she does every year. And she wants to bring her girlfriend with her. The problem is she hasn't told her family that she's a lesbian. So mm-hmm. if she brings her girlfriend, she has to say something like, oh, this is my roommate, not my oh, girlfriend. Brother. So she mm-hmm. brings her girlfriend and they pretend. And then I won't tell you the rest because I don't want to spoil the movie. Okay. This sounds like a not a good movie, but it does have a great cast. I trust Kristen Stewart. I trust Mackenzie Davis. I think they're great. So... um, Dan Levy, I mean, obviously, he's the funniest thing there is. So, like, it, there's there's potential there. I, I liked it. I mean, again, it's number seven. It's not number one on my list, yeah. but I liked it. So, number seven for me, you said no Hallmark movies, and I did uh, I did um, adhere to that. Um, but But what happened is the Hallmark movies have spawned a whole genre of movies now, right? Like, Netflix makes their own Christmas movies, and... Prime and like they they like Netflix has a a whole bunch of their own homemade like of these holiday movies and this is one of them and I mentioned this last year or I mentioned this movie at one point it's called Love Hard it's from 2021 it's funny because when I went to Netflix yesterday to watch Happiest Season which is also which is also on Gem by the way CBC Gem um I I typed in Happiest Season and Love Hard came up (laughs) okay well. Love Hard is really like kind of stupid, but it's quite entertaining, right? So it's with Nina Dobrev. Do you know this actress? She's Canadian. No, I don't know her. She was on Degrassi, actually. That's kind of why I like this movie. <laughs> and this actor, Jimmy O. Yang, who I never heard of before before this. Um, so they're like this, it's uh, like this very flashy Los Angeles girl, Nina Dobrev, um, who falls for a guy like on, on the East Coast through a dating app and decides to surprise him for the holidays. And when she gets there, she discovers that she's been like catfished. He doesn't look like anything. And that's, that's the principle. But like, obviously like, you know how these movies go, right? She does end up with him and, 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 you know, like um, it's kind of silly, but like the reason why I like this is that he likes the movie love actually. Uh, And okay. She likes the movie die hard like as Christmas movies. And that's why the movie's called Love Hard. And there's a part of the movie at the end um, that ties it ties that kind of premise uh, together. The movie is super predictable. Um, it's a modern twist on kind of this classic holiday kind of stuff, but it's entertaining. Number six. Okay, great. So next for me is from 2006 and it's called The Holiday. Oh my God. What? That's my number six. Okay, so the one with Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, uh-huh. Jack Black, right? Yeah, that's my number six too. Okay, good. We're going to have a lot the same because remember, <laughs> we of struggle course. to get seven, so they're probably <laughs> going to all be the same. But sometimes we have some the same, but they're not slotted at the same number, you know? Right. So anyway, um, this movie- This is, is a great movie. It's mo- This movie's on every year at this time of year. 
I think it was yeah. already on last week, and I think it's on again tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit there and watch it from beginning to end, but if my, my TV's on and, and it's on, I'll be doing stuff around the house. And I just, yeah. I think it's a, it's a, it's actually quite a funny movie and some parts it's, are really funny. Yeah. Um, and this was like before, I think it was before like Airbnb, right? So like it was a big deal to, uh, trade your house Living, with somebody. Yes. Like yes, back yeah. then. Now people do it all yeah. the time, but but back then I don't think people were doing that yet. No, it's from 2006. This movie. Yeah. So, um, so I thought the premise was very interesting. The one thing about this movie, like it, it, it's weird because we all know Jack Black as this weirdo. Like yeah. he always plays like this crazy character. Right. And and I read an article about this movie this week. He was he was cast like sort of against that. Like he he doesn't play like that in the movie. No, he's like, in, he's, he's normal in this movie. He's he's kind of normal, which is which, weird to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird um, for me to say normal. Like, what's normal? Um, the the only note I wrote here is like it's very very funny and it's very charming, and like, I dare you, not to fall in love with Cameron Diaz after watching this movie. Like, she she's so beautiful as it is, like all the time. But like, just her the way she acts, she's so funny and like quirky and like like she's just incredible in this movie i i I really like you it's hard not to really say wow well she's amazing i actually preferred kate winslet in this movie to be honest well there that's that's why that's why like people have different preferences right right? (laughs) yeah so then you've already done your number six so now it's my turn again yeah number five okay next for me is from 2001 serendipity with kate beckinsale a different kate John Cusack, who of course I love, and Eugene Levy is also in it, who of course I love. So I can tell that you I don't like even, this movie. Well, is it a is it a holiday movie? It happens around Christmas. Apparently, yeah. it's a holiday movie. I didn't call it or a ha- holiday movie, but when I googled holiday movies, it came up. The, tell me what you like about this movie. I, it's just <laughs> what do I, I? I I like the story. You know, they meet by accident, and yeah. it was it was in a bookstore or something. And then yeah. they, they can't find each other and somehow they find each other again. Like, what are the chances? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'll, I'll confess. So I maybe need to refresh my memory. But I remember that I liked it when I saw it. The thing about this movie is I really like John Cusack. And it's coming off like he had some movies at the time that at that time that I liked. And then. Kate Beckinsale, I'm like, oh my God, she's stunning, right? Like, I'm like, oh my God, you don't, you want to go see her on the big screen for sure? And I went to see this movie in the movie theater. I think I saw it in the theater too. I was, I watched this movie in the movie theater. And I was like, that was not good. Like, I was so disappointed. And I mean, part of it is because I thought it was going to be really good, and it's just, it's just average. You know, it's just like it's okay. You know. All right. All right. So number five, I'm going to animation. Hmm. Now, I know we said we weren't going to count these TV movies, and this is only 51 minutes long. So it's a really short movie, but I'm still throwing it in my list. <laughs> and that's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. You know, the stop animation style, right? I See, um, I, I'm stunned that it's in your list. It's great. I, I, I'm happy that you put it in. It's so good. I mean, like, first of all, as a kid, I mean, I loved all those Christmas specials, right? Rudolph... 
um charlie brown which i mentioned before frosty the snowman all those like i love like i look forward to those like crazy every year you know it's everyone's favorite story about the red-nosed reindeer who helps santa save christmas how could you not like that josh come on number four so the next one on my list is going to be very controversial oh and i'll just (laughs) tell you it's die hard okay which i I know a lot of people say this isn't a holiday movie but According to my definition, it's a movie that happens during the holidays. So I included it in my list because it does take place, I believe, on Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it's Christmas Eve, but it's at the company Christmas party, right? Right. And and the reason he's coming back into town is because he's trying to make amends with his wife or ex-wife. I'm not sure if they're divorced. Um, yeah. And it's the holidays. So that's why he's coming into town so a lot of people say this is a holiday movie a lot of people say it isn't i can make up my own rules because it's half my show so die hard Mm -hmm. with bruce willis and alan rickman is number four on my list i fully endorse that pick josh okay number four home alone nice now you could you could you can include home alone too because it's also like Mm -hmm. christmas movie but i'm Going only Home Alone 1, because it's I think it's better. Um, you know, he's Macaulay Culkin. He's the eight-year-old kid who gets left home alone when the, his parents, his whole family goes to on a Christmas vacation. And uh, then he has to defend himself. He defends his home from the burglars. And then, of course, reunited with his mother at the end, you know, when she comes home and finds him. Um, it's so good. Home Alone's so funny. It's a brilliant movie. Like, yes, it is. It's really great. Like he's so great as a like the kid is great and um Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are great as the 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 criminals and the whole thing is heartwarming and and good. And like I said, Home Alone 2 has the more Christmassy aspect, you know. I I might be getting the movies mixed up, but like the mother reunites with him like at the Christmas tree in New York, like it's much more Christmassy. But but I don't even remember Home Alone, Alone too. It's almost the same thing, but he he ends up at his uncle's. He, he gets lost in New York, and then he he goes to his uncle's um, house. But his also his uncle is gone. His they're gone too, and so uh, the house is like under construction. And then the sticky bandits are out, and they go for revenge. And like it's like it's like it's too it's too really ridiculous. And also the the injuries that he inflicts on the bandits of the second movie are much much too dangerous. Like he he nearly kills them. Like he he really they should be dead. Like the stuff that he does to them. Well, you know? what he did in the first one, I'm surprised they survived. Yeah, then and, 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 and two they take they take it up a notch. So it's kind of extreme. So anyways, anyway, I love Home Alone. It's great. Number three. So next for me. It's not a Christmas movie. It's called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy. Josh, number three on my list is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. (laughs) And and I just added this in 10 minutes before we recorded when I realized you were not- When you told me you were changing your list, I knew this is what you were adding. I just didn't know where you were putting it. And when you told me it wasn't all Christmas movies, I was like, well, Thanksgiving. I'm like, Thanksgiving? Wait a minute. There's only one Thanksgiving movie. This has to be on every list of holiday movies. It has to be. I mean, I was even considering moving it up higher. I only have it at number three, but it's, you know, I watched, I watched a a clip of it last night as I was doing some research and it's just hilarious. Like at the end, the very end of the movie where they finally get home and John Candy says to Steve Martin, 
you know, I hope we do this again next year. And Steve Martin's like, no, I hope we don't. <laughs> Steve Martin is the ultimate like straight man, right? Like that's his exactly. thing. Exactly. Like, he's so, he's so good. But like the, the whole movie is just, it's, it's so ridiculous. John Candy's character is so ridiculous. And then you, you think he's, he's such an idiot, but then he's lovable at the end. And that's why it works. Right. And, uh, anyways, the whole the whole movie's amazing. Do you remember amazing. the scene what after like the car blew up and they're trying to check into a motel and the guy yeah. says, "Do you have a credit card?" and he pulls out his wallet and he pulls out three <laughs> credit cards, but they're all like black from the from the fire, like you can't even use yeah. the credit cards yeah. anymore. But then they're in the hotel and he says something like uh my hands are between two pillows. And he's like, <laughs> and he's That's like not "Those are pillow. two pillows." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the whole thing, the whole, it's such a great movie. That was my number three. Yeah, so it's shortening our episode because we have, like, the same. And I, all I wanted to say about Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, it's, like, it's one of the funniest movies of all time. And it qualifies in this list because we're counting Thanksgiving, um, a U.S. Thanksgiving. And you know what? For American people, the cold Christmas season is from when American Thanksgiving is until Christmas, right? Like, you know, the day after American Thanksgiving on the radio there's the stations that switch to the all Christmas format. So I have satellite radio and the day after American Thanksgiving, there's <laughs> channel 14, all Christmas music, channel 104. It's called like Holly. And then channel 105, Josh, you're going to love this one. The Hallmark channel. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's enough to have it on television. I didn't realize there was a radio. So they play of the Hallmark music. Channel. Yeah. They play music themed around the Hallmark movies. Number two. Number two for me, you already mentioned it. It's Home Alone, the one, the mm. first one from 1990. You said yeah. pretty much everything about it, but did you know that there's a third Home Alone? It's not called Home Alone 3. It's a remake of the first one with different actors. It's terrible. I haven't seen it, so I assume it's terrible. My daughter was on a bus trip once with school or one of her extracurricular teams, either gymnastics or cheer or one of those. And there was a TV in the bus that had like a DVD player. But the only DVD that the, the bus driver had was Home Alone 3. Right. I've never seen it. So that's not the one that's on my list. I'm I, The one on my list is the original one from 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good stuff. And so I just want to mention, you know, the, the game that people play like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yes. So Kevin Bacon isn't in any of my movies, but Catherine O'Hara is in Home Alone. And earlier I mentioned Serendipity that has Eugene mm -hmm. Levy. And both mm -hmm. Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy and Dan Levy, who I mentioned in an earlier movie, were all on Schitt's Creek. Right. So there's right. a connection between some of my movies here. And you can connect it even further because I'm sure they were all in like SCTV with John Candy. That's right. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. You're right. <laughs> Right? Well, not Dan Levy, because Dan was like probably six years no, old. No, 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 but Eugene Levy. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's wild. All right, so number two for me. We did a whole episode about it last year, and that's Love Actually. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about Love Actually. If you really want to know all our feelings about the movie, all our thoughts, you can go back and listen to our episode from exactly last year at this time. And we did our our favorite like scenes from the movie. Um, it's a fantastic movie, Love Actually. It's this ensemble cast with all these characters that are kind of loosely connected, you know. And in the end, uh, they're trying to show us that love is indeed all around us. 
Right, Josh? 100% agreed. <laughs> yeah. Number one. So am I at my number one now? Yeah. I guess it's Love Actually. So yes, the number one for me <laughs> is Love Actually. Yeah. And I mean, I can, I can, it's from 2003. I'll just list some of the actors and actresses in the movie. Liam mm-hmm. Neeson, Kira Knightley, Laura Linney, Hugh Grant, Alan Rickman, who by the way, Alan Rickman is also in Die Hard that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So there's another connection there. Um, Colin Firth and Emma Thompson. So a couple of things I wanted to mention to you that you, I'm sure you already know, but you know, the boy in the movie, Sam. Yes. So that is the same actor that plays Benny Watts in The Queen's Gambit. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yes, I knew that. Because he's been in other stuff in between that you never watched. Right. Um, all those Maze Runner movies, like you know the movie The Maze Runner? I've heard of it, but never seen it. It's like a teen, like dystopian future type of movie. He's in those. And I was like, hey, that's the kid from, you know, Love Actually. I mean, when I saw Queen's Gambit, I didn't recognize him at all, obviously. No, no, I recognize him because I kind of seen, I kind of saw him growing up like as a teen in those other movies, right? So, yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention, so in Love Actually, Laura Linney's brother, yeah, you know, he has some mental health issues. Yes. And in Ozark, Laura Linney's brother has mental health issues. You could say that in Ozark, Laura Linney's character also has mental health yes, issues. Yes, you could definitely say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, look, I love Love Actually, Josh. We did a whole episode about it. We did a whole episode I know, about I know. it. So obviously we like it. So um, you said that Die Hard was a controversial pick, but it's my number one. <laughs> so it's obviously not controversial. I think we had five out of seven exactly the same, maybe not in the same spot, but. We had one, two, three, four, five the same. We had five the same. Yes, five the same. And I had a feeling this was going to happen. No, but that's never happened on any other list. No, because what do we know about holiday movies? You said at the beginning, we know nothing. (laughs) We know nothing. (laughs) So Die Hard, Josh, I mean, it is controversial. There's this debate on the internet among people, among friends. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Now, by your criteria, it is a movie that takes place around Christmas. Does it have a lot of Christmas spirit stuff, love story, this not so much, you know, a little bit. I mean, like you said, he's trying to get back with his ex-wife and they do reunite at the end. Um, you know, generally like a movie about a guy trying to save hostages from Lanakatomi Plaza is not a Christmas movie, <laughs> but it is. To me, it is. And I'll tell you the proof. This is the proof. Okay, let's hear it. Is it the only Christmas movie ever that was actually released in the summer? Because <laughs> this movie was released in the summer when it was in the movie theater. I didn't so, even know that till you just said it now. So, so I mean, I remember going to see it. I, I told you, like, I think on another episode where we talked about this, this is the first movie ever in my life that I went to see twice in the movie theater. Like, right, I did. I remember you right? saying that, yes. So it was, it was out in the summer. It was 1988. And, but the proof that it's a Christmas movie is that Every year, it's on TV at Christmas. So people do think it is a Christmas movie, right? Like, that's the proof. It, you turn on your TV next week, it's going to be on, you know? I so. mean, I heard two colleagues of mine talking about this movie at work the other day, and one mm-hmm. of them was adamant that it is a Christmas movie. I wasn't even involved in the conversation, so. I mean, they get back together. At the end of the movie, they play um, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Yes, like, that's right. So, like, come on. Like, what else do you need? 
And again, we make the rules. It's our show. I mean, it's just as much as a Christmas movie about like a guy coming back to a, a girl coming back to her old hometown to try to save the candle factory that's about to close. Like that's, you know, like the premise of every Hallmark movie. It's the same. Well, what, what makes that a Christmas movie? You know, that happens around Christmas too. Anyways, so that's our list. I hope everybody liked it. It's weird that it was all the same, but what can we do? And we had some in the same spot too. <laughs> that never happens. It never happens. Uh, sometimes I feel weird when we have like some the same and they're not in the same spot because like, I don't know what to say about it because I know it's going to be coming in my list. It's like, so when they're in the same spot, it makes it much easier for us, you know? The Skip and Josh podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen to the show through Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. To interact with the show, send an email to skipandjawshow at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and go to Facebook to like the show page. And now for some final thoughts from the guys. So you're on Twitter, right? Well, yeah, but as our account. So technically I am representing me and you. No, but you have your own personal. Yeah, I have my own, but I haven't logged into it. I barely log into it. So you know when you go to someone's Twitter account, you can see who they follow and who follows them. Of course. Um, so I don't know. Have you have you eaten at KFC recently? Not in like well, not not eaten, but like ordered, like maybe like last year. So you know KFC has this slogan, or at least they used to, how they put eleven herbs and spices in their chicken, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So if you go to the KFC Twitter account and you look, you know, they have like a bunch of followers. I don't know, thousands of followers, I think. Yeah. But they only follow 11 people. Yeah. Oh, the 11 herbs and spices. So they follow like garlic, basil. No. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no, it is. It is. You're close. They follow <laughs> six people named Herb. I love it. Plus all the Spice Girls. <laughs> that's the that's only that's brilliant. the only 11 people that the KFC Twitter account follows. Six guys named Herb and all the Spice Girls. But did someone tell you about this? Someone like, told you, me about this. Some, that's fantastic. That is so clever and it's probably something that like well, that that is that's that's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's what I thought too <laughs> when I heard it. That's just amazing. So a few weeks ago, I came home from Chicago. I landed at the airport of Montreal and um, no one could pick me up. So I called for an Uber. So I went to like, the, you have to go to a specific door at the airport. I don't know if you have took it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've done it before. Yes, I do know what you're talking but about. I know where to go. I've done it before. So I, I go, I call the Uber, I wait for the car and then I see the guys coming and it says it's in a, a an HRV, a Honda HRV. And it, it on the picture, it looks like it's black or gray, like... You know, sometimes you can't tell, like, in the app. So I see the uh, this black HRV come. So I'm about to go into the car, and then this girl gets in. I'm like, oh. But then I look, and I see the license plate, and I'm like, oh, no, that's that's not mine. She, I, like, it's hers. But then, literally two seconds later, an, a gray HRV pulls up. And I just get in. <laughs> now, normally... I'm giving away some of the plot here, but like normally, like the the Uber driver asks, they should ask you what your name is. They ask what your name is and they confirm it. But he didn't ask me. 
And then I just got in the car and then he just started driving. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so then now keep in mind, I just got off a flight. I've got like 30 emails on my, in my inbox on my phone. So I'm just concentrating on like answering a few work emails. So I'm not even paying attention to where he's going. Okay. Literally like a minute later, two minutes later, my phone rings and it's another Uber driver saying, I'm here waiting for you. <laughs> so then I'm like, what do you mean? I'm in another car, <laughs> you know? So then the, the, I, I asked like the driver that I'm in to pull over. I realized we're not on the way to my house. We're like on Cote d'Elias. <laughs> and, and, um, so then I'm talking to this guy and the Uber guy that's waiting for him, he's getting mad. He's getting mad at me. And I'm like, dude, why are you yelling at me? Like I got into the wrong car. I'm sorry. But like, why are you yelling at me? I can't fix that now. You know, like, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to do? Walk back? Like, so he gets on the phone. I put him on the phone with my driver and he's getting mad at him because basically like they don't want to cancel, you know, like they don't want to cancel. If the guy that I, the guy that got mad at me, if he cancels, he's going to get in trouble because it's like he canceled when he's there, you know, like. So anyways, he cancels, but then the problem is if the car I'm in cancels, some dude is waiting at the airport and he's actually going to get charged for the ride that I took so far. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit of a mess. So I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? So I tried to say he canceled and then I said, okay, I'm going to call for an Uber now and then you pick it up like from this location, like you connect. And what happened is I called for the Uber Another driver connected me, not the guy who was the car I was in. So then he's like, where are you going? I told him I'm going to Dollar Days Armo. He's like, okay, great. I'm going to take you there for free. That's nice of him. It was so nice of him. He's like, you know, it's my mistake. I didn't ask for your name and I should have, and I don't want to cause trouble. He was so polite. So he just drove me. And then as we were close to my house, he's like, you know, I just live around. I just live like at the corner of here. Like he lives like five minutes away from That's me. That's funny. So he was probably just going to go home and call it turn and then end his shift, you know? So he just drove me home. But like, man, always confirm your Uber. And and the thing is, usually That's I do. That's a crazy and I story. Even, and I checked the license plate just two seconds before, you know, of the other car that had so, pulled up. So meanwhile, that other guy who was supposed to get into the car you got he in, got he's screwed. still there waiting. He Not only is he still there waiting, he gets a notice on his phone that he's been charged like $7 for a trip he didn't take. So... What's going to happen to him? Well, um, presumably he, he asks for like a, he just contacts Uber and he says, hey, I, you charged me. I never got in the car and I'm sure they refund them. They're, they refund stuff like easily, mm -hmm. you know, but anyways, that's my story. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> that's a crazy story. I have other crazy travel So that means there was like a I third car exactly the same as the one you got into. Yeah, well, not not, not in, exactly, but another Honda HRV, yeah. which is kind of strange, you know, so I, I don't get that. Anyways, that's all I got for today. I love the episode today, Josh. I was skeptical about it, but it turned out to be very, very fun and enjoyable to do, which is usually the sign of a good episode is when we have fun recording it. Agreed. It was great. I loved it. And it, and, yeah. and the research didn't even take me that long. <laughs> that's even bonus, double bonus. Although I did actually watch an entire movie yesterday as part of my research. So actually a two hour movie usually means that's, that's more than all the research you would normally do. Right. But I didn't have to, all I had to do was sit there and watch. I didn't actually have to take notes while I was watching. Right. So next episode is going to be the last one of the year. It's our favorite one. We're going to give out our awards for like the best stuff that happened in sports, the best movies, TV, songs, all that stuff. The problem is, um, 
I have not watched a lot of sports in the last year. So when you ask me for my favorite play of the year or my favorite game mm. of the year or my favorite mm -hmm. team of the year, it's going to be mm -hmm. very difficult for me because I haven't watched a lot of but sports. Maybe, but, you know, we've transitioned the, the podcast to more pop culture. Maybe we cut down some of those categories and we don't do them. Let's decide this week. Maybe. And also maybe we add some new categories like... Um, best book you read? Oh, yes. Best book I read and also best concert I went to. Best book I read, you read, I was joking. I assume you didn't read any books. No, no, I read a book. And I also went to two <laughs> concerts. Well, you can give those. Maybe I'll come up with stuff that only applies to me. You know, so. Okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with our categories. It'll be mostly based on what we've done like the past five years. Um, but, you know, we'll go from there. But it's always my favorite episode of the year to do, to be honest. It is my favorite because there's not a lot of research to be done because the research is already done. Yeah, well, I've been, I got smart this year, finally. I've been writing down stuff as the year goes by. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's what remember. I've been doing, too. I already know what my favorite show is of the year. I already know that. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you next time. Have a great week. <laughs>